Howdy loves. I'm your host, Andrew Kemp, a washed up baseball player who loves a good conversation with his friends and loves to hear himself talk. This is Kemp Talk. Because that was like 15 minutes ago. Ah, I see, I see. I gotta get used to this being able to hear myself. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of nice. Uh, once you do get used to it. Yeah. I like it because it's like the way it's actually gonna sound. Real time feedback. Bingo. Do you see? Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. It sounds good. It's clean. It's very clean. It's very clean. So, uh, Can for, you, uh, for, for for those of you who are listening right now, uh, it is Christmas Day. Uh, so Merry Christmas. To, Merry Christmas uh, to all y'all. Um, I got new podcasts and stuff for Christmas. Uh, courtesy of the man that uh, that you're listening to right now. Hold on. Glad to do it. That is one Mr. Uh, Mark Daniel Kemp or Danny Kemp or a.k.a. Pops. Yes, sir. And uh, if you haven't realized by now, anytime he comes on, we talk about baseball. And uh, it's the off season right now, which means there's not a lot going on. Uh, some free agency talks, some trades going on. Uh, but today, we're going to go down our 2021 Hall of Fame ballot. So, uh, 2021 Hall of Fame ballot. Yeah, we got what ten new, ten new, uh, ten new first entries on here, which is a lot. Yeah, and I, I'm excited to talk about these guys. Some of them may surprise the listeners on my particular opinion. And for those of you who know me, a lot of you guys know my old time. My old time views, and some of you guys know my new time views, so we'll we'll see what kind of attraction we get. But either way, it's going to sound damn good. It's going to sound so good. That's for sure. All right, so uh, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Do you want to go off uh, first year ballot, guys, or do you want to go straight from the top of the list down? Let's go top of the list down, because I do want to talk about some of these guys that have been on the ballot before. All right. And, and just to throw it out there, I always like to tell everybody what my criteria is for whatever um my criteria for oh, delivery oh a oh, whiskey delivery thank you babe say hi mama that is awesome hi, I like what you've done for your room. it's been it's been the same it's the studio by the way sorry it's and been like this for a while you know you're messy uh you. it's clean right now i always make sure to clean the studio before i have guests in so uh, with with that being said, my uh, my philosophy on how you vote for a Hall of Famer is not is he a first ballot guy, is he a is he a unanimous guy. Um, the way that I vote for a Hall of Famer, if I had a vote, which I don't, is does this guy belong in the Hall of Fame? Period. I don't care if he's a first year guy. I don't care if it's the last year that he can be on the ballot. If I didn't think he was a Hall of Famer for all of the years he's been on the ballot before, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer this year, and I don't put him on. Yeah, uh, I, I pretty much agree on that. Now, now, that being said, I have come to, to terms with a few of these guys that early on in the ballot tree, uh, I would not have voted for him, uh, but I've turned a new leaf. I have done my research, and I have liked some of these guys afterwards. We'll and, get into that. And so I didn't say that I won't change my mind on guys. That's very true. 
I will change my mind on guys sometimes, but what I'm saying is I don't let those other factors influence me. Right. Like this is his first time on the ballot, or this is the last time on the ballot, we or gotta everybody's get him gonna in. vote for him. He's it. a good yep. guy. That doesn't influence me at all. Nice guys finish last, damn it. Uh nice guys finish last sometimes. Um That's why you gotta be a little bit of a dick. I'm <laughs> I'm looking through this list, and I see everybody on here is a little bit of a dick. So. A little bit of a dick. Just a little bit. Uh, not everybody. Not everybody. Well, a little bit. Mm, maybe just a little bit. Uh, just a tip. Some of these percentages kind of kind of surprise me, too. You know. But we'll get into it right here. All right. Uh, so, fir- first on the list, we'll, we'll talk about a guy that, quite frankly, uh, knew one of us really fucking like. Nope. Can't that, stand the guy. I mean, that's Kurt fucking Chillins. Can't can't stand the guy. You want hey, However, hold on. You want to look at a bloody ankle? Go go look at Alex <laughs> Smith. That's what blood on an ankle is supposed to fucking look like. Not a fucking sharpie on stirrups that you don't even fucking wear regularly. Wear the uniform, pussy. So all that being said, and and all well put by the way. Thank you. Um, that's what I'm here for. Kurt Schilling's a hall of famer. Uh, top top to bottom. Uh, yes, no. Do I like the guy? Hell no. Do I think he's a Hall of Famer? I'd vote him in. I would. Yeah, yeah. Totally I mean, vote him in. I mean, uh... guy was a hell of a yeah. fucking pitcher. He, I mean, year he in and year out. He went out there on how many days rest during the World Series, you know, one. Um, I mean, it was basically him and Randy Johnson. It was. It was that him and Randy Johnson. That's it. That was it. Um, and then, and then he did it again with the Red Sox. I mean... Uh, the guy, the guy was nails uh, uh, I mean, for Kurt, most of his career. For, and, for being in the in the divisions that he played, I mean, you spent a majority of his career in the AL East, and to come out with a three forty six ERA, two hundred plus wins. I mean, he, I mean, this he, you know, he was pretty fucking good. Yeah, I he mean, was. He was damn good. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. He's pretty fucking good. So, uh, 20 years in the Kurt, league, gave up less than 3,000 hits. So, Kurt Schilling, for both of us, he's in. Mm-hmm. Right? I'd vote that. And, and he's getting pretty close. Last year, he had 70% of the votes. Um, what do you need to get in? 75? Uh, that's, uh, it's right around there. Yeah. It's I gotta be more something. this. Uh, da 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 da. You gotta have seventy something, but I mean, he he's right on the cusp. Oh, no, okay, yeah. I think, yeah, I can't. Seventy five percent. Any okay. candidate who receives votes of seventy five percent of all ballots cast will earn election. So he's five percent off. I think he's been climbing the last few years. This is gonna be his ninth year, and you have those voters that, like my dad said before, vote in. Uh, last ballot Hall of Fame guys, right? And and I think this year we're gonna see some of those steroid era guys get in because of that. Not only that, there's already people that use steroids that are that are in. I see you, BGO. So yeah, that's a hot topic. So, Come at me. So no doubt, no doubt, I I don't disagree with you there. But the fact of the matter is there are guys on this list in the next two that we're going to talk about who are being held out of the Hall of Fame, and nobody would deny this. They're being held out of the Hall of and, Fame because they're tied to steroids. And I think, I think Schilling's not, not tied to steroid stuff. 
has been held out just because he, I mean, like we said before, he's a fucking dick. Oh, yeah. So he didn't make a lot of friends, especially in the media. So, you know, and, and these are media writers that vote for some reason. Doesn't make sense to me. But either way, I could see why he's not getting voted in. Well, right? and, and I mean. A lot of this is a popularity contest. A lot of it is a popularity contest. Which, which sucks. I mean, some guys get it right, you know, uh, the, the last few years. I mean, people that have gotten voted in been voted in very well. Um, but it's a popularity contest, you know? It is. It is. So speaking of popularity, um, a guy that's pretty popular around here in this part of the country. Yep. Uh, Roger Clemens. The Rocket. The Rocket. Uh, B-12 shots in the butt. Uh, yep. Uh, so uh, the the Rocket. And, I, you know, preface that with... The whole steroid thing. If you take out the steroid thing, I don't think that there's a person you ask, a baseball fan that you ask in the world. The guy won seven Cy Youngs. Yep. Um, how many World Series? Two. Two. Just two. Just the two with the Yankees. Just the two with the Yankees. He didn't okay. win them. He didn't win any in Houston, baby. He didn't win in Houston. Uh, he but won, that guy single handedly tried to win in he Houston. Did. Uh, and, he, and he damn near won one with the Red Sox. Yes, okay. Uh, but, you know, good old good old Bill Buckner. Mm. Oh. Oh, Billy. Well, was bad hop. So, uh, anyway. Uh, damn near won one there. Bad hop on a pro field. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Roger, Roger Clemens, to me, is in. I yep. think he'll get in this year because. I don't know. He's at 61. He's got a lot to climb. No, he's got a lot to climb. But, again, right. I think that at some point these guys are going to go. They've just been holding him out because of the steroid allegations. They've been holding him out because of that. But eventually they're going to go, we're not actually going to keep that guy out of the Hall of Fame, are we? Yeah. I mean, there, there's no way. Think about the – I mean, he had to face guys like Barry Bonds. He had to face other steroid users. That that was a whole thing. That, that's been my, my leaf turn, right? Like, baseball didn't do anything about it. It's not these guys' fault. And these guys went out and performed. And the next guy, which we'll talk about, I turned completely around on. But Roger, I mean, he's in. I mean, 350-plus wins, a, a 312 ERA, 143-ERA-plus. I mean, the mo- <laughs> fucking dominated. A one one forty war, almost. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. I'm looking at this list. He has the second highest war on the list. Yep. We'll talk about the other one in a minute. And you know me. I'm not a big sabermetrics guy. I I mean, I like the metrics. The metrics tell a story. But I've seen the guy play. Um, I actually had the opportunity to watch Roger Clemens pitch live a couple of times. Um, dude's amazing, you know. Not, not only that, he still dominates college kids. To this day. He does. <laughs> he does. He did this year in the alumni game. Uh, year before. Not the one we were at. The one before then he came in with his curveball. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. This year he didn't play. In. He, let, yeah. he let both of his sons play. By, by the way, guy's not a dick whenever you approach him at, at, at a college game. Uh, I was at a he, game a couple years ago where both of his sons were playing. And uh, I was sitting a few rows back from him. He took the time to have a conversation with me. Very politely told everybody who was talking to him at the time, like, 
hey guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign a couple more autographs and then I'm gonna watch the ball game. But he was very polite about it. Like he's just trying to watch his kid play, you know? I get that. And that and that that's a dad there. You, you gotta think. He's in dad mode. Take all you want, you know. He threw a bat at Mike Piazza, but you know what? Fuck Mike Piazza <laughs> for doing that. Alright, who got the ring there? That fired his team up. Uh, don't get me wrong. We're big Yankees fans. We're going to defend Roger for that day in and day out. Was it a dick move? Yeah. Did it fucking work? Even more so. So I don't give a shit. So, sometimes I'm a fan of the dick move. Sometimes. But Roger Clemens ultimately Again. in, I think he gets in this year. Again, nice guys finish last. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's this year or next year because it's 10 years on the ballot. And this is year nine. True. And he's been, him, and all these steroid guys have been getting more and more as the years go on. Um, so I'd probably go, he's probably going to be a last guy on the ballot get in. Um, right, and same goes for the next guy. And and the next guy to me is the best hitter of all time. To me, that, that, that's what I'm saying. Um you stack 100%. up Mike, Mike Trout, age for age right now, Mike Trout's ahead of him. Yeah, but age for age right now, Albert and Pujols is Mike, ahead of Mike Trout. Mike, Mike Trout, Trout has zero protection in his lineup. Uh, we'll get into that, but hold on. First of all, Mike we, Trout for most of his career has had zero protection in his lineup. You can't say the same for Barry? I mean, on that name, name on that there's sample. only one player, and he's on this ballot right now that protected Barry his entire career. That was a few years that he couldn't even stand the guy. It's got to be more than that. No, on the, right. on the Giants. So, so, so that was a little taste. Uh, Barry Bonds is the next guy on the list. Yeah, Barry Bonds. And, and to me, by far, pound for pound, you know, especially, especially. In, in his later years with more pounds. Uh, best hitter in the league. <laughs> best hitter in the league. I, you could say Dude, all I'm you not, want I'm about not, steroids. I'm not trying to take that away. And right. I'm not even no, saying no. the steroid thing. No, I'm but, not even on it. Even before steroids, that guy was a beast. That guy was a beast. He was that, a Hall of Famer. That guy was going to be like Ken Griffey before steroids even even yes. existed, man. He, he was honored to be a 40-40 guy each and every year. Absolutely. Uh, for for those non baseball listeners, forty forty would be a uh, forty stolen bases, forty home run guy, and uh, that's pretty fucking ridiculous. That means you got to be fast and hit for power. And the stadiums that he played in were not kind to him. You know, I mean, San <laughs> yeah, Francisco AT and T Park is fucking big. I I think that if I played uh, in San Francisco and I were hitting home runs, most of mine would end up in McCovey Cove, just because of the way I play golf and all my balls end up in the water. <laughs> Oh, that's because you, you're also batting right-handed there. You're going off a taco. Yeah. <laughs> Slice. Oh. Just a little inside joke about my golf game. It's but, Poochies. But uh, he did, oh, he fuck, did like I mean, McCovey Cove. Very, very, okay, but the thing is, like, you take his swing and you break it down, the best swing in baseball. I'd put it up against Ken Griffey's. 100%. All right, I would. Nah, no, nah, the steroids that help him get a little bit, little bit extra. But I mean, how much is that little bit extra for one? For two, I mean, the guys that he that he faced. Go, uh, go look at. Uh, Trevor Bauer has Eric Gagne 
for dinner one night, and they have it on YouTube, and Eric Gagne gives a story about him facing him in Gagne's MVP year and his MVP year, right? And uh, it's, a, it's a hilarious story. Um, but, I mean, you just, you can't do it. There, there's another story that, that my best friend has told me. Uh, he pitched at Richmond. And he had an umpire there regularly that used to umpire MLB games. And he umpired Barry Bonds one night and uh, took a ball. Barry takes a ball in the outside corner. Umpire calls a strike. He look, Barry looks at him and goes, I was off the plate by two inches. And he looks at Barry and he goes, you're probably right. Because, <laughs> I mean... Uh, everybody says it. Barry Bonds probably had one of the best eyes of the game. Yeah. I mean, there's... He didn't walk all that time for no reason. One, he was feared, yes. But two, he took pitches that, you know what? I'm not going to hit that one out. I'm just going to leave it. Yeah. And then whenever he got a pitch he could hit out, he fucking swung. Yeah. And and, and we're going to talk about another guy that's on this list that I feel like was the best at baiting pitchers into that kind of like, hey, I'm going to take this ball right over the middle of the plate right here. For strike two, <laughs> get you to throw it again, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I is he ninth on the list? Might be ninth on the list. Okay. Either way, did he, uh, wear, did he wear some nines once? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the guy. Ones. That's the All guy. Right. So, so either way, Barry Bonds to me, Hall of Famer, hundred percent. Yeah. No, I'm. Hey, I'm with you. This is I'm the other with fact. you again. He's this, a steroid guy. This, this is, is the, the only reason factor, he's right? not in there. Take take away the bat. He played. His entire career in the National League, he had to play in the outfield. The, his entire career. The the dude has the most home runs in a single season yep. of anybody in baseball. Yep. And 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 that's going and that's beating records of other guys that took steroids. Yes. And not only did he beat those guys, he beat those guys by nearly ten home runs. Yeah. Demolished. I, and and not only that, walked more than them by a large margin. Yeah. Margin. Margin. Not, not Martian. Martian. He did not walk by a large Martian. He probably did walk by a large Martian, too. I'm, I'm pretty sure some of the pictures he faced were not of this planet. Thank you. All right, cool. It's Kemp Talk. Yeah, you may get uh, passed by a large Martian on the way Either in. Anyway, Barry Bonds to me, Hall of Famer. I would say best hitter. Of all time. But by the way, if you want to look at war, because people like war. Yeah, people like war. People like war. One sixty-two point eight right now. One sixty-two point eight, highest on this list. The only guy higher than Roger Clemens. Yep. The the only guy that is in triple digits as a as a as an everyday player. Yep. Um, that's unbelievable. That's just fucking unbelievable. Honestly. I mean. You you can look at it yourself. I mean, Barry, Barry's on a different level. Barry's on a different level. I mean, Barry Barry's in the Hall of Fame, and again, he'll be in this year or next year. the The writers are not going to keep that guy out of the Hall of Fame. They better not. I mean, they can't. They 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 actually can't keep him out of the Hall of Fame, even if they keep him out of the Hall of Fame, like they've done to Pete Rose. Bullshit. With the with the band, Pete bullshit. Rose is still in the Hall of Fame. It's Pete, still bullshit. Pete Rose is still mentioned in the Hall of Fame. Because he has the most hits. That I, ball, that bat, the uniform, it's all fucking there. I, I, I saw something the other day that's like, if you 
if you take away all of his singles, he still has three thousand hits, something yep. like that. Like, like the guy had three thousand multi-base hits. It's crazy, crazy. Um, so are we ready to move on? Yeah, we'll we'll get off Bears high horse. We're we're let's, gonna go on to let's... fourth on the list right here, with a fifty-two percent uh, last year on the vote. That's Omar. Vizquel. Oh, more of a skill. Now, I, I, you know what? I watched this guy play. Yep. Um, obviously, I'm old enough to have seen all of these guys uh, play through most of their careers, through all of their careers, mm-hmm. um, because I'm old. But, um, you know, for me, uh, not a Hall of Famer. Not yeah, a Hall of Famer. I, 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 I would agree on that. Now, now does the guy have fucking amazing hands yes oh that's a guy a great baseball player yes is he a hall of fame was he a difference maker to me that that's the thing was he a difference maker and, and the answer is no i mean plain and simple i i hate to say it great baseball player not a difference maker yeah. not a hall of famer not a hall of famer to you me. know if there was almost hall of fame yeah vote that guy in but there ain't an almost hall of fame nope you know this is his fourth year on the ballot. I don't see him yeah. getting in. I don't see him. Um, I'm really surprised he's at 52% at, at this point. Um, I wonder kind of how many writers we have in that uh, sort of D.C., Baltimore area. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like Omar Again, is. Again, a, a, a nice guy in himself, too, right? Like, Oh, yeah, I think Omar is a good dude. Great dude, but I... Again, it's a difference maker part that that gets me. Yeah. So, uh, so we're we're three for four right now. We get ten votes. Yeah. Okay. All so, right. So uh, so I'm... next is uh, Scott Rowland, thirty five percent last year. Um. And, and the answer is no. The the answer for me for me is, is no. I mean, is a no. Um. I mean, nothing nothing really stands out to me either you look at his stats i mean outside of home runs and rbis you know that's something that omar didn't have omar didn't have the home runs rbis he had almost three thousand hits which which is you know hats off to you great job but no more production out of that you know he didn't even have he didn't crack a thousand rbi um where where scott did but by 200 i mean you you put those numbers up against Derek jeter still not quite there and Derek was a different dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and that's my thing. Everyone has their thing about Derek Jeter and his defense or whatever. But that motherfucker was a difference maker. So, right? You wanted, that's the thing. He talked about defense, and this is where I get into the whole stats versus actually watch the dude right, play. Right, right, right. You know? Of course. Uh, if, you, if you just want to stack up stats, fine. But tell me how many plays Jeter made that somebody else wouldn't have made not only how many errors did he get charged with where there wouldn't have been an error because the guy didn't even get to the ball but defense or or just um shit what was i saying earlier fucking difference maker that's difference maker difference maker right jeter was a difference maker. the flip you know i mean you look at plays like that count diving into the stands coming out bloody yeah you know difference maker difference maker like Knock all you want, but 
motherfucker play balls to the wall. Something that I just I don't see other guys on this list doing, you know. So Scott Rowland is a no for me, no for him. We're no. still three for five. Yep. Uh, ne- next guy on the list is uh, Billy Wagner. Billy Wagner. And uh, this is a bubble guy for me, Billy. Uh, I, I I vote I vote no. I vote no as well. I, um, I mean, four forty two like, on like, on the saves probably is his best quality there, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's hard to get in as a reliever. It, it is. is. Yeah, and, it's super hard. You don't. You don't. I already don't like that pitchers get up for or even win the MVP. You don't play nope. every day as it is, right? Um, to be a Hall of Fame reliever, you've really got to do some shit, and you got to be a difference maker. You know, well, you gotta and, and, you you gotta be the guy that's nails. You gotta be the guy that. Okay, whenever whenever I make that call to the bullpen, there are going to be no runs scored. And that's the thing. You got to be the guy that when I make the call to the bullpen, and and I'm talking middle reliever here. I'm not talking about setup. I'm not talking about uh, closer, okay? I'm talking about middle relievers, which I would – Wagner served as a setup, but he was more of a middle reliever guy. Um, you got to be the guy that comes in with bases loaded and gets out of a jam Yep. every time. You got to be the guy that I can depend on is going to come out with bases loaded and one out and get somebody to ground into a double play. That's not quite Wagner. That's not his style. Um, and and so, like I said, he's a bubble guy for me. Uh, I thought he did a great job as a setup in Houston uh, for Lidge, who then got rocked. Rocked. That was hilarious, by the way. And sorry that ended your career, Brad Lidge, but um, sorry, not sorry. Um but for me, Wagner's not that Hall of Fame guy. He's just not. And you're right. It's hard for a reliever for me to go relief pitcher in the Hall of Fame. A closer, yes. A starter, yes. Uh, no offense, middle relief guys, because you guys do a job. And you have a really tough job sometimes. But it's hard to look at middle relievers and go he's a difference maker and that may even be because of the game that we're used to today right where there is so much middle relief and but and okay so i i i say this real quick out of any middle reliever that we've seen in the last five years who do you think would probably be up for the hall of fame i got i got one that like stands out tremendously but he's fallen off the last few years but i'd still you know I'd still say that guy was a difference maker. Uh, I don't know because the guys that I think of as difference makers are actually closers. <laughs> and then they've well, been yeah, moved yeah, to yeah. middle relief, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That, this guy was yeah. probably so, once a, a closer, but moved to middle relief and still a fucking difference maker there. So, so I guess, when, okay. I, when I look at uh, okay. that, okay, I, I've second. got a list of guys, right? I got there, a there list are probably of guys. two. There are probably two that I would say deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Andrew Miller. Th- that's my number one, yes. Dylan Matanzas. I wouldn't put Matanzas there yet. No. I'd go D. Uh, D-Rob. 
David Robinson. Oh, D, D- Rob. Yeah, yeah. I'd go yeah, David but, Robinson. But still, I mean, and then and on, bu- on the bubble is, is Soriano. High socks, by the way. High and, socks. And love it. And I guess Sergio Romo is still a well, a Ser- closer. Ser- Sergio Romo considered a closer, but yeah, he's done some really good work in middle relief. Right. That uh, and those those are like the three for me. But Tance is still on a bubble. Like he's he's got to come out and show out still after this injury and everything. But, but all of those guys are basically closers. Because we could even throw Chapman in there. Well, Chapman Cha- was Cha- set up. Cha- was Cha- set up when he wasn't closer. When he, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. And and then, I mean, Chapman, as long as he progresses the way he should, will be a dominant closer. Yeah, absolutely. So, 100%. but 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 those are the three like that I put in the middle relief second. Probably Sergio Romo. Probably not. Probably he's more listed as a closer. Yeah. That I see getting in on this list. Um, but those two. D. Rob and Miller, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. middle relief for the most of their career, dominant difference makers, you know, yeah. But it's it's hard, yes. But is it doable? Also, yes. All right. Uh, so Wagner for me, no. Uh, bubble guy for you, right? But, but I'm going no for this vote. Okay, we're going no going for this no. vote. So we're still because I only have only ten. Got three. I only have 10, right, we so only have 10. at the end of this list, I may come back and, and say, you know what, I'm going to vote for Billy. Yeah, uh, I ne- reserve that right. Next is uh, Gary Sheffield. The chef. Now, Hall of Fame stance, 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. If you are a kid, and, and you know. You used to do this. I, oh, 100%. You used to do the chef. I still fucking do it. You used to do I the still, chef. Just fucking bat whack. Just right in front. <laughs> How the hell he timed in that up? In front of your eyes, too. Like. How do you even see the pitch? That's how you, that's how you fucking did it. So why not? Oh. Um, the, and and a little bit of nostalgia for me, you know. I I vote Gary as a yes. Really? I vote Gary as a yes. 500, 500 plus home runs, twenty five hundred plus on on fucking uh, hits. His WAR is a little bit down, but that I mean, I vote Gary as a yes. That guy's I a difference I, maker. I, I think that's a little bit of nostalgia for you. It might uh, be, but so, I so see Gary you, and you I go. You talk difference maker. You got to remember the Yankees teams that he was on. In his later years, though. But in, in Detroit, you got you got to think, like, he put other teams on the fucking map, too. He did. Isn't his son with the Yankees now? Uh, Where's he gone now? In the minors, uh, I think we traded him. Oh, anyway, we we traded him away. Gary is a bubble guy to me. I love him. I love Gary to death. Don't get me wrong. I love the chef, but he's a okay. bubble guy for but me. Think, but think about this too. That motherfucker won a World Series. You know, and and that's not that's not the criteria for me to to be in the Hall of Fame, right? Because Barry didn't, but Gary won one with the Marlins. Put them on the fucking map. Got traded away and got put with shitty systems to shitty system, and then got old. I, I mean, five five hundred home runs, twenty five hundred hits. I'm withholding a vote on the bubble. I, on the bubble. Okay. All right. So I, I'm at four. You're at three still. I'm still at three. I go Gary fucking in there like somewhere. I mean, he only had thirty percent, which is weird. I, I mean, I guess a lot of people don't see the way I do. I don't know. Uh, in his seventh year, so he's got three years left on the ballot. Uh, next is next. Next is Todd Helton. 
Uh, Rocky's great. Rocky's Hall of Fame for sure. Oh, yeah. Rocky's Hall of Fame, no doubt, hands down. But uh, uh, in the MLB Hall of Fame, I vote no. I vote no. 300 less hits than Gary. Um, and then... Oh, shoot. Where am I? And, and then 200... 230 less. Yeah, I mean... Uh, mm. Sorry, my math is off there. About two, 230 less. All right, 130 less home runs. Uh, and, and, and Todd's... Todd's more of a bubble guy to me. You I, know? I think Todd's a bubble guy to me. I almost feel like Todd's a bubble in, though, rather than a bubble out. Right. Um, 100%. So, I mean, so we're talking, like, Gary and Chef. I mean, we're talking uh, Todd and Chef. For me, uh, I, I see why you're giving Sheffield the, the edge there. Right. But, yeah. Again, yeah, I'm it, trying to I'm trying to make a case for Todd Helton here because it, it, I just I'll, remember I, I remember watching Todd Helton play, and and maybe the fact is that I don't give Gary enough credit because he played for such a great Yankee team, and that's most of the time I remember watching him play, in, right? And he was in such a great Yankee outfield that he didn't stand out to me there. But they didn't do shit either. Uh, so I that that's where I get you. I think of him as a Yankee, and I think no. I think of him beforehand, and I think yes. Hmm. Uh, interesting. Um, okay. So, Todd Helton, I'm going to put him on the bubble as a yes. Okay. Right now. Okay, yeah. so that puts me to four. That puts you – we're both at four. And I've you got – yes uh, at Gary, uh, me, no at Todd. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but uh, that's – This next guy, I hate. I hate this guy. I hate I, him. I've grown to love this guy. I know. I still hate him. I've I'm always going to hate him. I'm going to hate him for the rest I've, of my life. I've grown to love but this guy. This guy's a Hall of Famer. This guy. And he's so you put no you put him as a yes. Doubt a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt he's a Hall of Famer, right? I, Tell me why again, he's not. Tell no, no, me no, no, why no, no, he's no. not. I totally agree with you on that, right? I totally agree. The most professional hitter I've ever seen play the game. Yes. And, guy and went to all fields. Guess what? It it's Manny Ramirez. It is Manny Ramirez. It is Manny Ramirez. But, I, I, who is another one of those steroid use guys? But but that guy could hit any pitch he wanted anywhere he wanted in the park. All he had to do was see it once. Yeah, that was the thing. I mean, he only had to see it once, and, and it did. Uh, oh, it hold on, hold on. I take that back. He couldn't hit any pitch he wanted anywhere he wanted because there was a cut fastball that some guy threw that would just break his bat. Yeah, so sometimes he fucking hit it though. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll give him that. Shit. I mean, would, that, that, and that, that, that's the thing, right? So you want to talk about protection? Although he probably so, saw that guy more than anybody else in Major League Baseball. Again, yes. Yeah. Um, but circle, circle back to the protection that Barry Bonds had or didn't have compared to what he had. Manny was the protection. Manny's the reason that David Ortiz was as good as he was. Yeah, but even after Manny left, because Boston, Ortiz always had hitters around him. Always. And I, I, hey, man, I'm a bit like for you, like you've grown to love Manny. I've grown to love Big Poppy. No, me, right? And, and me too. I mean, but you take that 2013 team. That 2013 Red Sox team that I can't say it, but that 2013 Sox team. Who the fuck did he have? Who, did, who the hell did David Ortiz have around him? 
Salta Tamakia, Shane Victorino, like, and he's on this list. Shane Victorino's on this list. He's on this list. And deserving to be to be on this list. No, deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. We'll get into that. But yeah, wait, I, I got somebody did, current did, did that Dave, I want to compare him to. Did David Ortiz have anybody around him in thirteen? Uh, David Ortiz, great hitter, man. I'm not. That, that's I'm not what I'm saying. Trying to say that. Like, so you can't say but, that, like. But Manny was Ortiz's protection. I don't know, man. I think that they just worked in tandem. Okay. I think they worked in great tandem. Okay. There. And and you take and this is the same thing. You take Manny Ramirez's swing, great fucking swing, fast hands, all the above, hit to all fields, like you said, could hit any pitch as long as he had at least seen it once in the at bat. Here's the here's he's the deal, man. Manny's playing on a team right now in like fucking Indonesia or some shit. I think Australia, but yeah. Yeah, he's on a roster right now. Yeah. Today we're talking about him being in the Hall of Fame. He's on a roster. Yeah, but he's not this is the MLB Hall of Fame. What do no, you do I get in the MLB? That. I get that. But the dude's like fucking ninety. Yeah. He's not ninety, but he's fifty something. He's a little bit I older than I am, yeah, honestly. I think he's older but, than you, but but the dude can, he's still fucking playing professional baseball. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. I Hall totally agree. Totally agree. I didn't know that you would agree with me with that one. Oh, yeah, dude. Okay. I, in my, in my right. new leaf turn and the research that I've done with the steroid era. Um, I, I just look at him as a hitter. Like, as a pure hitter, dude, hit to all fields. And he would take any pitch hey, okay, and go think, to all fields. And that's a little – this is a, this is something that – so it drives me nuts that professional hitters cannot hit the other way. Yeah. Um, We have new batting techniques that keep your bat – your barrel in the zone longer, you should be able to hit the ball to all fields. Well, okay, but so so we're still pulling the ball everywhere. I, I get that, but to the other extent is, and me being a, a hitting coach now and all that, you can hit outside pitches, pull the ball, very well. So uh, and especially I do it all the get... time now because I cast my hands, but that's beside the point. Well, you could still because I. It's no longer like, well, let's hit it off our back foot for the outside pitch. That's not really where you hit the outside pitch, even to go to the right field. Right. You hit it, it on the back it, part of the plate. Not even that. Honestly, you hit everything pretty much outside the the front part of the plate. If you catch a high fastball on the front part of the plate, you're pulling it. So anyway, well, my, my argument that, here... That's a different discussion. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that later. Uh, with with actual hitting coaches. <laughs> That's why the shift works, by the way. <laughs> but but it doesn't. Yeah, but it does. Not. Okay, go ahead. Look at the stats. Uh, yeah. Stats show hey, that the hey, shift works. R- R- Robbie Cano put a bunt down for a double. Well, that's because Robbie Cano can't hit anymore. No, no. That was with him as the Yankees against the Red Sox. Either way. Well, he can't hit anyone. Well, he can't even swing a bat in the major leagues right now. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even put on a jock strap in the major leagues and, right now. Hey, guess what? Because pitchers aren't using either. Well, we'll we'll end the conversation there on that. We're not gonna go there. Yet. We're not gonna go to the current use. No, no. Uh, performance enhancing drugs and in, in professional well, sports. Period. To me, uh, juicing ends in like twenty ten. 
Uh, so so I'll, I'll give twenty ten. We we need to maybe clearly well, define a line between juicing and all, all these of guys, the all, these all guys of the golden. other science. All that, these guys are golden, as far as I'm concerned. Either way, so and and I'm gonna get a soapbox for a minute. So whether you call it juicing, whether you call it performance enhancing, whether you call it whatever you call it, guys these days use science that elevates them to a level that guys before them could not get to. And that's in every sport. It's in every single sport. But the thing Correct. is, every guy around them is doing the same thing. They're all investing in the same science. Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Top 29 of the Tour de France winners that he did were juicing. Exactly. Call it juicy, call it whatever you want to call it. These guys are using science to better their game, okay? Right, wrong, indifferent, I don't care. They're all doing it, and they're still doing it today. And you, in my opinion, you can't fault them, okay? So, So here's the deal. If I understand that training my muscles a different way, lifting a different way or whatever nobody would say shit about that and and that's the other thing is that with most of these performance enhancings that like barry and manny are accused of using right it's a a rehabilitation of the muscles they still have to put in the fucking work to do that shit yeah now did it rehab them faster to lift more at a rapid rate yeah yeah and and will that affect their lifespan probably later on in life? Yes, but at the time, him, them, and many others were doing the same damn thing. And you can't tell me that a guy in the NFL whose uh, basic career expectancy is three and a half years is not going to do everything he can to make as much money as he can in that three and a half years. 100%. And I can't fault him for that. Because me, like my career span is over, I don't know, I hope like, 70 80 years because i'm never going to retire um i need to make my money over 70 or 80 years this dude's got to make his money in three and a half i can't fault him for that you know i get it like dude go make your money um and, and they sacrifice their bodies for that and they have problems later on but and and that's another story but i'm not gonna sit here and say juicing or this guy's doing it and this guy's not. It's still going on. It's going on in every sport. Everybody is taking the rules into account right. and then finding the science that just skirts the rules. Right. And, and Which is no different than Mark McGuire. Right. Andrew was not a banned substance when Mark McGuire was standing there with it in his locker being interviewed. At the time, no. That's the thing, is right? Is it now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing, yes. and yeah, you've heard my whole spiel on cheating in school, right? Dude, when when you find a new way to cheat that hasn't been specifically outlawed, one hundred percent, you you use it, and what that's called is ingenuity, it, right? <laughs> You're and, like, and, and and look at this, like entrepreneurialism. Uh, there there are forms of C four, which is a pre workout. Is C four that are banned across all sporting events, like. Even in NAIA, there there's a ban there's a ban on most C four. You have to get sport C four. So if you're tested and test positive for it, you're ineligible. 
And and so that's another thing, right? Like it gets to where you can go and you can buy this stuff legally. You can take it legally. But there may be something in it that's illegal in your sport that means that and, and you're a in a bit of this substance that he can't have, but the majority of what he's taking yeah. is clean, right? I, I believe some of these guys, whenever they come out and they say, I didn't know that this substance was in the supplements that I was taking. Right. And and that's the point Sometimes. that I'm making. Sometimes. Right. But it's it's so much of a legitimate argument that it's hard to tell when they didn't know because these guys these guys aren't going to GNC and buying shit off the shelf. Exactly. And and so that's the thing. Until a agency or or a sporting what what would you call it like sporting everybody's looking to get an edge and until somebody comes out and says this is what you can take unless they hand it unless to it's them. like nascar right where they go unless they this is the car them. you have to drive nascar has gotten to this point right where no, you it's still take performance in no 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 no, no I'm, I'm just saying like nascar has gotten to the point that it's like this is the car you have to drive right so it used to be stock cars there used to be fords and chevys and dodges out there right now they're all the same exact car same exact engine same exact everything right now it's just racer versus racer until you get to that point where NCAA, MLB, NFL, NBA all get together and go, these are the supplements you can take. Yep. Then everybody's looking for the edge. Right. Looking for the edge. And there's a doctor out there or a nutritionist who's going to pull your blood and, and say, do some analysis and go, and this is going to help you and it wouldn't help him. And they're going to jump on that. And I'm not faulting them for doing that. No, not at all. I'm saying that that's like, I mean, who wouldn't do that? I, shit, I would. And But the thing is... But I don't like doctors. And, and then it's going to come back as a banned substance, and you're going to be like, well, I didn't know that was in there. And no, you didn't because it was... Well, because for one, you don't, you don't know where it's coming from. You don't read all the labels. I mean, if you're an athlete... Like you don't even get one. labels. Whenever you're getting those custom mixtures, you don't even get labels. And you hate reading. But yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get off our little soapbox. Yes, there. get off the soapbox. All right, so. Hello, everybody. A uh, little bit of a break just because, think about this. You have a company new startup new podcast new you're trying to sell something you're you're trying to make it big out there all right um let me know uh give me a little write-up and i'll start putting ads in this thing all right um i know i don't get a lot of listeners but you know maybe one day i will and the first people that come into me will be regulars on the uh on the little ad list so let me know if you guys want me to start promoting some things i don't mind helping out some of my friends and uh listeners Appreciate y'all. Well, uh, I got Kurt Schilling, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds. No to Omar. No to Ro- uh, Scott. No to Billy. I say yes to Gary. No to Todd. And yes to Manny. I've got Schilling, Roger, Barry in. I've got Omar and Scott and Billy out. I've got Gary out and Todd in. I've got Manny in. 
Yeah, so we're both at five. We got five left with five remaining. Shit gets interesting. Oh, whoa, hold shit, on. Shit, Sorry. Shit five remaining that were in there. That doesn't include the first ballot, guys. We only got five left. Yeah, five five that have, five that have, have been already on the been ballot in. before. Correct. Not not and, in, but on the ballot. I'm looking at it, and I'm probably saying that I have one more vote here that's getting in. I would say so. Okay, so next is ah, I probably got two. Okay. All right. All next right. is next is Jeff Kent. Next is Jeff Kent, a a guy who batted alongside Barry, right, with twenty seven point five percent of the votes. He had uh, twenty four hundred hits. With 377 home runs, 1,500 RBIs, 94 stolen bases. What is your vote? No. And I I, I go yes. Really? You're yeah, going I go, yes on I, Kent. I'm going yes on, on Kent. Because uh, th- this is my thing, too. Uh, uh, difference maker, right? Difference maker. Barry Bonds without him doesn't get to a World Series. That guy's an MVP guy, right along Barry, right along without Barry as well. And, that, and, and and that's my thing. And I think Jeff Kent, you know, it's his eighth year. You know, he has the steroid scandal around him as well. Mm-hmm. I vote him in as a yes. I, you want to look at stats? I think he's got better stats than Todd and Gary both. No, I, you're, I think, you're right about that. I, I you're think, right about that. I think the guy playing with and without Barry still – Stand it on his own. I vote Jeff Kent in. So here, here's my deal. And I admitted this is probably not the right train of thought. But when I look at any of those guys that were on the Killer B team. Yeah. And their last name didn't start with B. Yeah. I kind of pushed them off to the side. Okay. And now I do look at Jeff Kent in his later years when yeah. he was with the Giants and stuff. And, yes, great player. Uh, he was um, with the Giants before the Astros. He's with the Giants on that 0-2 team that went to the World Series to play the Angels. My bad. Yep. yep. So I'm looking at his earlier career. You're looking at earlier. Earlier career, yeah. Okay. Sorry. So say, say where you, where you, where you, you can were you can edit that out. Year. Anyway, uh, I probably if, won't. If but. I'm if I'm remembering him with the Astros, which is where I'm remembering him, he wasn't a huge contributor. No, but that was in his what later years, right? It wasn't his later years. In his later years, and was he a difference maker? Without him, do the, does that team have the same success? Yes. I don't think so. I believe they do. Do they beat that Cardinals team to get to the 05 World Series? Well, okay, so here's the deal. I get it. He, he, here's, he, here's the deal. At, at that point, he's he, a plug-and-play guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 like, beating the Cardinals to get to that World Series, yeah, that was a big hurdle because that was a great Cardinals team, and the Cardinals were, like, the team to beat at the time. And the Cardinals were coming off a NLCS championship, too. No, yeah, I know. And, and, and I mean, to go out and, and – that whole Houston team is tainted to me on the whole. We lost to Ozzy Gian in four. Fuck the Astros. Swept, swept, swept to an Ozzy Gian team. And name me four guys from that Ozzy Gian team. Oh, I mean, 
Dini Mitu, the guy that's like lives off baseball. Well, I, that's true, but like Jermaine the normal Dye, man, the normal man, AJ Brzezinski, Frank Thomas. Even for you, this is hey, this hard. is a little tough. This is this hard. Yeah, I can date. I uh, I don't know because uh, what's his name? Mark Burley was a part of that team. Burley was a part of that team as well. Uh, uh, uh no, because it uh, Poodlehead was. No, Detroit. He, uh, what, was he on that team? Was or, Polanco uh, on that team, or not, was he? No, Polanco was on the team. Poodlehead was. Oh, God, what is his name? Polanco. That's why I was called no, Poodlehead. No, Polanco was a different guy, but I think he was a part of that White Sox team. But that that O five White Sox team was nothing to sneeze at. However, outside of Frank Thomas, I don't think they have another Hall of Famer. Uh, mm-hmm. a, I mean, uh, AJ's a bubble guy. AJ's a bubble guy, which AJ's probably a bubble yes to me. Looking throughout his yeah. whole career, yeah, I mean, and I like Jermaine Die, but no, I, not, I, not I, a I really like not a Hall of Famer. But that Astros team had Hall of Fame guys. Hall of Fame guys, all, triple down, B's, yeah, yeah, all triple B's, yeah, all of the killer B's. Yep, I mean, all of them uh, guys, Biggio, Beltre, Bagwell, Bagwell, and then you got guys like Pettit and Clemens and, and the, Wagner, and, then you and got the fastest guy in baseball at the time, Willie Trevino. Yep. Uh, <laughs> which how they did not win one game. Okay, so you got Willie Trevino, bases loaded. Willie Trevino on third, nobody out. And all you got to do is bunt him home. Bunt him oh, home Juan to Uribe get a win. Oh, was on that fucking White Sox team. Oh, Uribe was on that team. Juan yeah. Uribe. Uh, Pesednik is on that team. Yeah, that, Scott that's, Pesednik. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Blanco, Pesednik. Pesednik, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but but you get what I'm saying, right? Like No, yeah, I, I, I get Astros it. The yeah. Astros team, you can that name That 05 team was not a very... St- Stellar team. They were built 05, to win that one World Series. The 05 it. Astros team was built to win that one World Series. That 05 Astros team was built to win the 03, 04, 05, and 06 World. And I'd give them 07 too. They were good for those five years. They well, were mean, good for those I five mean, years. They they picked up uh, Pettit and Clemens to win. I, again, yes, but they were still built. I mean, you named the Hall of Famers off that team. Yeah. You did. Plus Roy I mean, Oswalt. Plus... It, how he's not on the list, I don't understand. I'd vote that guy in. I'd vote Roy, Royo in. Royo? Yeah. Mm. If I had the vote, yes. Because to me, he's a yes, but he's like, depending on the year. He's a bubble guy. guy. He's a bubble guy. Right. He's a bubble guy. But, but Royo's a cat guy. Caterpillar. They, yeah. They bought him a cat tractor. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that. I did not know that. So after, I think it was after the 05 season. Uh, what's his name? Drayton McLean. Yeah. The on the Astros at the time bought him a Caterpillar. Uh, I think like a D6 dozer, mm. which I just love, man. Because I would love to have a D6 myself. I don't know what I'd do with it, but I would All bulldoze right. some shit. Either way, I, I vote Jeff Kent in as a yes. Okay, you, you got Jeff as Kent. a no. So I'm at six. You're at five. I'm at five. Next guy. Next guy up, Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones. Um, much as much as I hated this guy growing up, because I hated the Braves. I hated the Braves. Good, good guy. Uh, good guy. Good guy. I mean, good stats. Andrew Jones, good but, player. Broke into the league at an early age, supposedly. But, but for me, 
It's a no. Oh, Andrew. Oh, shit. What the hell? Andrew Jones is a yes for me, and what the hell just fell? Uh, a bat right behind you. <laughs> oh, shit. Broken bat. Literally. It fell and hit my beer glass. Yeah, it did. That's kind of weird. To knock, not knock anything else off. Fuck you, DeMarini. One of these days, we'll have these things uh, recorded. I, yeah. That's uh, it's kind of scary because this, this is not a wooden bat. <laughs> no, no this, this is a full composite. That's just like sliced off at the it's barrel, jagged at, at the, the barrel. At the barrel. What was this? Was this a voodoo? Uh, CF? no, it's a CF. Like a CF eight? Uh, CF whatever the fuck they're on now, dude. CF Zen is where they are right now. Yeah, they're. I mean, it's all. It's gonna be the Zen from here on out. But yeah. Damn. Yeah, this could have killed me. Uh, it would have hurt. Jagged, all these jagged edges, man. If it, it was, it had my hit jugular right, right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. up next to the freaking glove. It ain't gonna be at your jugular. Fuck that, dude! I almost died. <sighs> On record, I almost died. Again, this is why we need it. Be but it did not. Too. It did not bring my beer glass, and I would have been pissed if this glass got broken. I know that is a this Zegan is a bot. This is only a Texans get it. Ziegenbach, only Texans get it glass. This is a glass from way back whenever Ziegenbach was only sold in Texas. And I could never get this glass again. So I'm so glad that that piece of shit DeMarini bat did not break my glass. Because I would have been pissed. I would have been beyond pissed. A- anywho. Um... Like my Jim Beam baseball shaped shot glass that Jim Bug broke. Mm, that's mm. an old wound. No wound, but you don't even drink Jim Bean. I don't, but it was a baseball-shaped shot glass. Oh, I didn't know it was baseball-shaped. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck you, Jumbo. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway. Andrew Jones is a no for me. Andrew Jones is a yes for me. So you're at, I grew up. Gosh, dang. That's I, a tough one, though, man. So you're reaching I, I mean, for that. No, I'm not. Because, you're reaching. No, because Dude, I didn't grew even up. Have difference hits. maker. Difference maker. Didn't have 2,000 hits. Listen to not, me. Not a difference maker. What? Difference maker. D- listen to me. All right. When I'm growing up, right, and yeah. we got TBS at the house, Yeah. And I'm have... watching Braves games, and I hate the Braves. I hate the Braves. Andrew Jones was a difference on that team, and don't Come even on. fucking say Chipper. Don't go there I'm because without Andrew, look at that Chipper fucking pitching shit. staff that he did. That he had. oh, the pitching staff was amazing. That's what got him to every fucking World Series. That's but what made Andrew, him dominant in the AL East. But Andrew Jones NL was East. a different, a difference maker on that team. I don't, I don't and that's don't, where you're going. I don't know. I don't know. Andrew Jones was a difference maker in Atlanta. He was not in New York. Oh, over Gary Sheffield. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right. All right. So I got Andrew in. That's my sixth vote. I've cast six now. All right. Yeah. And you know, number 12 on the list, I got him in. I got him in. Oh, yeah, 100%. There's no way that he shouldn't be in. So do I. And why he's so far down with 13, almost 14%. Yeah, it's it's a steroid steroid thing. But the steroid thing, why he's so far down and the others are up, doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I get it. This is Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa, man. You want to talk about a fucking difference maker? Without that team, can you name a single player off that Cubs team in in the late 90s? Oh, 
Shit. Early 2000s, mid yes. 90s, mid 90s, mid, mid 90s, 90s, whatever. Still mid 90s, but um, Get, no, late 90s, because in 01, motherfucker carried an American flag. This is how. This is also a little bit of patriotism. But after 9-11, that motherfucker carried a flag around the entire fucking field yeah, as America. he ran out to right field. America. He did. It's fucking Sammy Sosa. But, yeah, man, I watched that historic run in 97. It's fucking awesome. So, and, um, and 97's mid or late 90s, real quick for me? Mid. I... Not 97? Uh, okay. And, okay. And, and hold on. First of all, the, the home run race was 98. Was it 98? It was 98. Okay, then late 90s. You got me. Thank you. I call late 98, 99, honestly. I call mid. Like, all those years that are not He doesn't 90, believe 91. in the early 90s when the Yankees weren't good. I, no, I don't even remember the early 90s. Except I, met, that, my, I and, met my wife in the early 90s. And, and I remember how, that. And that's how I got here. In the mid-90s. <laughs> Oh, 96, I've counted mid-90s, yeah, Okay, sure. all right, 94, all right. 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. Late. No, 98, 99, late. 99 He's is almost, off. 99 is almost the 2000s, dude. Which is what? The 2000s. Late 90s. Chata. <laughs> Anywho, Sammy Sosa, yes for me, seventh vote. Sammy's Check in. it off the box. Sammy's in for me. That's seven for me as well? Uh, that would be seven for you as well because you voted Andrew, not Jeff. I, I did. voted Jeff, not Andrew. All right. Um, next up to play is uh, a, a guy that we hold near and dear Very to heart. Very dear in my heart. Uh, is Andy Pettit. Andy Pettit. I love Andy Pettit. I love um, Andy Pettit. We haven't won a World Series hey. in my lifetime. I remember a poster. I remember a poster um during the World Series. It would have been 98 World Series. Um Andy Pettit was like fucking lights out against the Marlins. And it's like how do you put uh, a Marlin to sleep? You pet it. <laughs> uh 97 would have been would have been Pettit versus Marlins. Mm-mm. Then 03 Nine- 97, 97 was Cleveland versus Atlanta. Correct. So then we didn't play the Marlins until, until 98. Until 98 oh, was, no. was no, uh, 98 Tony we Gwynn, won. Pardons, Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2003. 03, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was like, Andy Pettit didn't. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I was thinking way too early, but yeah, yeah. it was later. Yeah, mm-hmm. 03. So it was, how do you put a Marlin to sleep? You pet it. Yep. That was awesome. That was a great poster. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get it done against the Marlins because... Fuck you, Marlins. Other than this year, the Marlins have been uh, unbeaten in the playoffs. But Again, fuck you, Marlins. It's a COVID year. It's a COVID year. By the hey. way, I would have rooted for them to win the World Series this year. I, I would have, too, because of Derek Jeter, Don Mattingly, baby. Derek Jeter and Don Mattingly. I mean, hey. And now, man, I, I love this, and we can get off on another tangent. Or not, but they have hired the first female GM, and they didn't hire her because she's female. She's like freaking qualified. She is qualified. Kim Ang, she's she's, she's gonna do a super phenomenal job for them, 
And, and and I think that that's a great thing. And then and then trade them all away after they win the World Series. <laughs> no, it's that's a Marlins normal way. Marlins. It's that's, a Marlins that is way. the Marlins way. It's a Marlins but way. But that's not the Jeter Marlins way. Yeah, let's hope not. Well, Any, we'll see. Anywho. Um, or let's hope so. Because I'm still not a Marlins fan. Uh, no. Um, so, to you, Andy Pettit, in or not? No. 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 I, I also agree. No. No. I love him. Yeah, he's he, a he good. great things for us. Again, and I've been saying difference maker. Yeah, it, he's a difference maker in a way with the rotation around him, right? The teams that he's been with, he's always had pieces run. He's now, never an ace. Now, here's the deal. As a starter, he he's was never, never an ace. ace. Never an ace. Here's the deal. I always considered Andy Pettit and Mike Mussina to be very much the same. Mike Messina got in. And I show my I think I think Moose was a bubble guy. I can see him I not getting in. I can see him getting in. Same yep. thing with goes for Pettit, yep. right? It, it goes for Pettit. Would I give the vote to him? No. I, I honestly, uh, to be honest, yep. no. I'm at seven right now. I'm at seven. I'm and, not giving and, Pettit the vote right he, now, but he, I reserve the right to come back at the end of this yeah, discussion may, and give may, it to maybe him. Maybe there's something that comes out later because, on. You know, the guy pitched with a torn UCL for half his career. I yeah. don't know. But to me, no. But at the end of the day, Andy, we love you. Thank you for all you did for Yankees. Hey, come but, come come back because it seems like we can't win a fucking World Series without you. Yeah, come back as a pitching coach or something. It's something. Gosh, dang. whatever, whatever. You know, if I were Cashman right now, I'd be writing a lot of checks. One of them would be to DJ. Fucking like oh. I would just <clears throat> sign it and give it to him. I'd just be like um, blank check, whatever the fuck you want. We're five million away from that guy, and we're. I don't. I don't Dude, we'll get into that another day. Yankees organization pisses five million, you know. All right, I'll go buy Give more it. fucking hats if I have to. Whatever, dude. I'll, I will. I'll buy a Lemayhew jersey. I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy an authentic Lemayhew jersey. Yeah, I won't even buy one from China this time. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking true. Yeah. All right, anyway. back, back to it. Yeah, Next mean, is uh, another oh, another Yankee guy. Another Yankee guy. Bobby Abreu. Didn't have his uh, the, not the highlight of his career with okay. the Yankees. Hell no. But Hall Herbie of Fame, loaded. Hall of Fame glove game. He had his home and away gloves to match oh, his okay. uniform. Oh, yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah, Hall I of you meant, Fame like, glove he was game. Good defensively. Like, no, no, no. Shit, dude. No, and I called him Herbie, Herbie when he played for the Yankees because because he, 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 he wore fifty three like he, Herbie and he was about uniform. as fast. He was about as fast as a Volkswagen at that point. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Abreu. I love I, um, I love Bobby. Good I dude, do. but I but I no. don't put him in. He's a no, no for me. He's a no for me. Not a bubble guy either. He's a nope. He's, he's a straight a, up no. He's a almost there. Yeah. He's an almost there guy, you know. But you know, and I can see Andy Pettit being an almost there guy. I put him in as a bubble guy because, you know, I got a little love for him. More of a bubble guy than an almost there guy. I, he contributed to how many uh, World Series for the Yankees? Uh, five. No. No. Sorry. Uh, no, no. He was there in 96. He didn't do much, but. Okay. I'd say four. Part, part of the core four. I'd say four. Yeah. He was instrumental in getting the Astros to Two the theirs. World Series. Uh, so Roger. You know, well, I yeah. mean, it, it, he's a big deal. Yeah. 
for ba- me, Bobby, Bobby was Bobby was only there for that 08 to beat the fucking Tampa Bay Rays, who didn't deserve to fucking be there in the first place. I get it. I get it. All right. Either way. Now we're right. into first year guys. First year guys, which is kind of uh, surprising that this is Bobby's second because seems like he retired ages ago. Right. And, but. and this is this is my thing too, right? This is where like I start feeling fucking old. Yeah, I start feeling old because I'd seen these guys their entire fucking career. Yeah, that and this is what's surprising. All right, so first on here, Tim Hudson. Tim Hudson. Oh, uh, yeah, did. It would, which also kind of hurts, is that, like, these guys, and you think of stats, and, like, yeah, you recognize the name, and, and my whole thing this time has been Difference Maker, but it's just, like, Tim Hudson, and it's just, like, that's who the fuck we have for Hall yeah, of Fame at this age? I'm honestly looking at all of these first-year guys, Yep, and there's maybe one. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll but, get into uh, it. Tim Hudson, but... no. Tim Hudson's a no for no, me. No, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, good stats, you know. I, yeah, no, you know, good pitcher, good yeah. pitcher. Again, right. there's a difference between being a good ball player and, and being in the Hall of Fame. Yep, 100%. And, right. and he doesn't get it for me. Uh, next guy Next guy is probably the closest for me right now. And really? And that's Mark, Mark Burley. Burley. Mark Burley. Closest for you? Closest for me out of these first-year I mean, guys. Great uh, sorry, starting... sorry, sorry, sorry. Se- second closest. Okay. Second closest for me. Okay. Out of I'm Hall hope- of Fame. I'm hoping guys. we're on the same page here, but I have a feeling we may not be. Yeah, we might. Um, we might not be. But so Mark Mark Burley, great for some highlight reels. Great. Uh, you know, hundred percent. And but that's the thing. Like people know his name because of those every once in a while highlight reel plays that he would make. Now, he did have a no-no, right? A perfect Perfect game. game. Yeah. Perfect game. He had a perfect game, and he had another one robbed from him. Yes. By a bad... No, no, no. That was uh, some other guy. Oh, uh, Giovanni... uh, Oh, gosh. What was his name? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Mark Burley didn't... I think he had a perfect game and a no-hitter. One of those was on opening day. Where he had his center field to rob a home run. Yeah, and it was basically like a one-season thing. Weren't both of those in the same season? No. No? I don't think so. I think they I were think a separate season. Okay. But he was part of that 05 team. Yeah. Um, to me, he's not a Hall of Famer. I don't think so. No. Uh, again, difference maker. Like, yeah, right. I'm going to go out here and throw a perfect game. And throwing a perfect game is hard. Right. But there's but, lots of guys that aren't thing, in the Hall of Fame I, who have thrown perfect games. Correct. David Wells. Correct. I don't think David Wells is a Hall of Famer. Nope. He's thrown a perfect game. Yep. Dave, David Cohn. David Cohn. He threw a perfect game. He threw a perfect game. Not David Wells Famer. threw a no-hitter. David Wells threw a no-hitter. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. But not Hall of Famers. I no, mean, yeah. either one of them. Uh, next is uh, Torrey Hunter. Torrey Hunter robbed a home run from Barry Bonds in the All-Star game. Torrey Hunter had a great fucking career, though. He did have a good career. Uh, I mean, 2,500 2, hits, which is damn near up there that's, with everybody that's else. That's more that than I, I thought, actually. 353 uh, home runs. I, I think I mean, he got hidden because he played for in, in the Angels organization. Right. He played for the Angels um, and then the Twins. Yeah. So, uh, but... But again, to me, to difference me, maker. No. I, I don't think so. I think he's a, more of a bubble. No, 
Yeah. Bubble no for me. Yeah. Uh, Dan Heron. I kind of feel the same way about Dan Heron. Yep. He's a bubble no. Uh, a 375 ERA and, you know, 190 ERA plus is just... Again, these guys that died in L.A. Yeah, I yes and or no. Anaheim, whatever. Yeah, at the time, it was Anaheim. Uh, it's always good, been again, Anaheim. Again, good stats, but just not a not a difference. It's like, to me, Dan Heron is a never an ace. Yeah, yeah. Not, he's just not the dude. Right. You know? And so that's where I go. Uh, this is a, this is a tough one for me uh, because I heard this name a lot, yeah, a lot as a kid. But you see the stats; they're uh, not there. A four hundred four ERA, a one hundred five ERA plus. I, I mean, one thirty three WHIP. Uh, I mean, some of the stuff speaks good. I get why he's on the list and why he'd be a bubble guy. But Barry Zito. Uh, you know, he's a Billy Bean guy. Billy Bean guy. Yep. I, f- I feel bad for you, but that's all you're going to be is a Billy Bean guy. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not A's big. Hall of Fame. Yeah. I don't, I sure. don't feel like Zito's a Hall of but Famer. I don't, think, yeah, I don't exactly. even think Zito's an A's Hall of Famer. When, I think whenever so. Whenever you look at. <laughs> but you look at what the A's. Ah, what the fuck I mean, have the A's done? Uh, Ricky Henderson. Correct. Uh, Name another one. Bash Brothers. Mm. Okay, which okay, should yeah. be considered as A's guys. Oh, right. Okay, sure. And then anybody else? Whoever won the World Series for him in 88, uh, the pitcher with the mustache. Uh, That's it. They got like six guys. Barry Zito's in there. Okay. Barry, Barry Zito's in there. All right. Barry Zito's All in right. there. Uh, but he ain't in the MLB Hall of Fame. Mm-mm. All right. Nope. Ramos. Uh, Ramos Ramirez. Uh, again, again to me, like, no. No. No, no, nope. I'm sorry. Nope. Tw- 2,300 hits. That That's what gets you up here. I, I guess the 386 home runs. By the way, respect to all of these guys, great Major 100%. League Baseball players. 100%. But Major League Hall of Famers? They're not the kids <laughs> that my kids are going to be talking about. Correct. I don't even talk about these guys. But, yeah. All right, Shane, Shane Victorino. A switch-hitting, goofy-ass motherfucker. Yes. The the flying Hawaiian, what they fucking called him. Small, undersized, definitely outperformed his his he he definitely <laughs> Look, he, he definitely overperformed. He he shined when the stage was big. I'll give him that. Yes, absolutely. He shined when the stage was big. He shined he in the World Series. He did. He shined in and he's a and David He's, He's a, a David, David fucking Freeze. Freeze. Kind of yeah, I 100% or, agree. Uh, here's who I compare him to now. Um, and now I'm drawing a blank on his name. But he plays third base for the Red Sox. Oh, just fucking. Goofy son of a bitch. Uh, that just like, he just gets fucking lucky, man. Yeah, yep. He just runs into shit. You know? He doesn't have a good swing. He, he doesn't do anything particularly well. But... It just kind of happens to like run into him. What is his name? Starts with a B. Um, uh, I'm looking it up right now. Anyway, you you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you don't look at him and go, "That's a ball player," but then somehow he's getting a home run. Somehow he's making a great play at third. It's just like shit just happens for these guys, 
And I wish that I could be as goofy and as good as these guys. I do. Uh, Raphael Devers. Devers, yes. Devers, yeah. Not a B, a D. But yeah. Yeah, it was close. Yeah. B and D uh, are pretty close. There's only again, one letter between Again, I'll give, I'll give Victorino this. I mean, he he shines in, in big games. And he wore the double ear hole helmet. He did. As and a, and as being a switch, switch hitter, hitter yeah, rather, I'll give him that. Well, rather than having two helmets, he, right. he wore the double ear hole. Right. Uh yeah, righty. No. Yeah, no. Ne- next guy on the list, uh, AJ Burnett. AJ. Mr. 339 ERA. Oh, sorry, 399 ERA, 104 ERA plus. Um, I'm, a, I'm an AJ fan. I, I like I, AJ. I, I like AJ. A little mm. bit of a dick came in. Yes. He did his job for the Yankees. He That's came, what we came in for. But. He came in with the fuck you attitude. Yeah. And I love that from a starter. I yeah. I love it from a starter. A guy who's going to go, you know what, I'm going to pitch you up and in on the first pitch and get you off the plate, and then I'm just going to go back to my regular Oh, Go uh, back up mix. and in again. Yeah. You know, I might go back up and in it. again. If you don't respect it, I'm going to go back up and in again. I'm just, you know, I'm going to be a dick. And you're going to have to deal with it. Yep. Love that about AJ. But it's a no for me. But it's a no. He's not a Hall of Famer. Yep. And then that gets to Nick Swisher. the toughest guy on the list for me. Because uh, switch Nick, hitting. Nick Swisher. Switch hitting outfielder. Switch hitting. Out, and first baseman. And sometimes first baseman. Yeah, first whenever base. the Yankees don't have a fucking first baseman. He'll play fucking uh, first base. Yes. Uh, but um, Got a hot wife. Got a hot ass wife. Yeah, his his wife is smoking hot and congratulations uh, to you, Nick. Yeah, congrats, hopefully you Nick. listen to this to this I mean, podcast. You know, Joanna, Joanna, congratulations to you too for being hot. Honestly, honestly, congratulations to you for having a hot ass husband because Nick Swish is a fucking Nick Swish is a good looking dude. Too. Nick Swish is a fucking dude. He is uh, the flow man. That yeah, dude, yeah. It don't matter what fucking haircut that no, guy gets. The fucking faux hawk. The they the don't, flow, the it, buzz, it doesn't it, matter. It don't matter, man. It's a good looking fucking, dude, man. Fucking good looking dude. And personality wise, oh, fucking Hall of Fame personality. Hall of Fame personality, no doubt. But Hall of Fame play, my vote's a no. Just not there for me. It's not there. Yeah. It's just not there for me. Yeah. And as much as I love Nick, again, difference maker. I don't think he was. I I think he he's a good plug and play guy, but yep. difference maker. Yep. Not there. Yep. All right, next guy. Latroy Hawkins, Latroy Hawkins, uh, yeah, with a four thirty one ERA. Where do we talk about his speed on here? Uh, we don't see. That's the thing. Like that's something that's missing from a lot of these guys is like how outright fucking fast they are. Latroy yeah. Hawkins to me was like he was a speed dude, you know, and and I love to watch him play. For me, he's not a Hall of Famer. No, I I would agree. And then. We'll both go no there. We're wrapping up this thing. I think we're going to go no on the last guy too. Michael Michael. Dyer is also a no. Yeah, I'm. I'm just a. I'm just a pretty hard no there. So we're each at seven, right? Yeah, and and for the first year guys who we thought were pretty hard, uh, and you said Burley was your second guy. Who who was your first? Uh, uh, first first guy probably was Torrey Hunter. Yeah, for me too. For me too. So, but that's if I were gonna put no. anybody in from this first ballot, yeah, it would be Tory Hunter. Yep, and still, 
For me, he's a no. Where yep. do we end up? Seven each. Seven each, right? I had we both had Kurt, Roger, and Barry. Yep. Uh, no on Omar, Scott, and Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said yes to Gary. You said yes to Gary. You said yes to Todd. I said yes to Todd. We both said yes to Manny. Yep. I said yes to Jeff. Mm-hmm. You said yes to Andrew. Yep. We both said yes to Sammy. Yep. So here we go. If I'm going to round out and I'm going to give 10 votes. You're going to give 10? I'll go ahead and give my 10. Here's Shit. what my 10 would be if I were giving 10. Okay, if you're giving okay, 10. Okay, let me just say that. All right. I'm going, I'll fill in my last three with Tori. Yep. Andy. Okay. And Gary. And, okay. Yep. All right. Tori, Andy, and Gary. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be the guy that doesn't vote all ten. Okay. Because you and know it, it's a it's a yes yes you know yeah. Uh, so Kurt, Roger, Barry, uh, Gary, Manny, and Jeff and Sammy. That's it. I'm going seven. You're going seven. You're going sticking seven. with that seven. Yep. Okay. But uh, I'm a, I'm a little bit more of a dick than you are. A little bit more. A yep. little bit more. But yeah, I appreciate you coming out. I. I think it sounds a hell of a lot better too. I think it sounds better. I can't wait to so, listen to this one. And so, see the sound so I do quality. appreciate uh, this. Uh, we're we're actually pretty far distance. We have two mics right now, hooked up. Yep. Um, I I hear you very well. Uh, this is your first time being hooked up to headphones. Yeah. So. Um, I I obviously hear you very well. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it. I I think the sound quality is going to be much improved over. I, I would we were agree. Before. I would agree. Someone's knocking on the door right now. I don't think anybody can hear that. Um, which I didn't is even nice. hear it. Yeah, you didn't even hear it. But you're in the back corner over there. I am. Um, they, this this is a new age of Kemp Talk, guys. And uh, hopefully, ho- hopefully it gets going. Hopefully, I, I do this a lot more often. Um, and, and you know, we won't keep it just to sports. We'll keep it to. You know, I'll have Brian back over, and we'll get drunk as shit and. Talk about random funny college stories. <laughs> well, uh, I would love to come in and talk about other things other than sports. I mean, yeah. you know, there's, you know, pretty soon here we're we're I'll, I'll be heading up to Kansas, uh, so you're you're gonna hear some a little bit more college stories, <laughs> some more college stories with uh, Mario and Chance, uh, two guys that I lived with, two teammates of mine. Uh, fucking love those guys, but uh, you know, stay stay tuned and and stay loving. Hopefully. We get an Instagram up. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get some listener questions in here, and uh, hopefully get some merch out. Yeah, you know, try try to start this up to be a little bit more of a business than a. Uh, uh, I'm a I'm a post whenever you know. I see some other people grinding out there, so it's time to do the same. But I uh, appreciate those that do listen. Uh, Love y'all and uh, wish y'all the best, you know. And hey, if there's somebody that we left out on this list that you think should be in the Hall of Fame, you know, hit me up. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, who did MLB live off? There's there's somebody. No, there's not anybody in this class. Uh, not in this class, but either way. I uh, appreciate y'all, love y'all, and uh, we'll talk to y'all later.